This week, the obvious question is, what is true? I'm Mike Trevisano, and each week, one of the hosts, Joe Vitalik, Bob Meyer, and myself, asks a question that may seem to have an obvious answer on the surface, but once we get into it, there's much more underneath, and we invite you to help us find answers through comments on our site, obviousquestion.wordpress.com, or on our Facebook page for The Obvious Question. And hey, if you like the show, and we sure hope you do, please share it, or give us a review on iTunes, or wherever you get them. This week, Joe asks, what can we rely on as true? Are there facts that we can use without having to rely on a belief that help us to live our lives? Conversely, do we find ourselves in a position of ever-present uncertainty about the world, the universe, and our place in it? And how does this impact the way we function and relate to others? So I was watching a show the other day that um, there was a guy on there, you know, the character is very laid back. He's kind of, I wouldn't say hippie, but kind of like in that place where he's, you know, he's cool with everything. Things are good. You know, life is good. What, what to worry about, you know, that kind of thing. And he, at one point, he sits back, he's talking to this woman, he says, you know, he said, nobody really understands anything. Nobody really knows anything. So why struggle with it? Why think about it? Why worry about it? Why, you know, why get angry with people and stuff? Nobody knows why we're here. Nobody knows, you know, what's really going on. I, I for sure, he said, I for sure don't know. He said, so just let life be. And yeah, as I'm watching, I'm thinking to myself, I kind of know that. You know, there's a piece of me that says, yeah, that's true. But then very quickly, I jump to the things I know, you know, the stuff that's true for me. The uh, what one friend of mine used to say is a worldview. You know, my worldview is is this way. And I think if I step back a little bit further and, and kind of look at it, if I could step outside of myself and say, well, how do you function in this world? How do you, you know, go day to day and do your stuff and all? And I'd say it's based on what I believe to be true. And then I carry something out. But I wonder, you know, if there's not two like opposing poles, like on one side, what would it look like if you really understood that nobody, nobody has a clue what's really going on about anything in this life and this world, whatever, even to say this world as if we know something about this world opposed to the rest of the universe, which is also named, which we have no clue what that is either. So I, I, my my guess is this conversation get a little bit weird. And I'm a little nervous that it would get, you know, to the point where we're saying, well, nothing's real. So, you know, and you get off on this tangent. But but I think there's a there's a conversation here about, you know, how you live your life based upon how you think about that. Or do you go the other way and say, no, no, these things are true. I know these things are true. They're not like just beliefs and things. These are true. And then how you live your life as a result of that. And then everything in the middle. So I wonder where you guys come down on that, what you're thinking about that. I think it's an, it's an interesting question because i it's it's funny how how our heads must think i like like this joe because just the other the other day I, I had a similar thought of uh that i couldn't think of anything that didn't require faith and this includes uh, atheism right you have to have faith in all of that science you have to have faith in 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 naturalism as a, as a belief or that that evidence can prove it right yet you have to have that so so you never escape you know, you never will escape, no matter how much knowledge we have, we acquire, or I think it would be dumb to assume we'll acquire all of it, right? And so that for all, for whatever that percentage is that we don't have, we'll just have to take it on faith that, yeah, that's how it worked, or that's how it's going to work, or or whatever. So uh, whether you believe in a God, or whether you don't, or whatever, uh, you're going to have uh, some amount of faith in what you're doing. And it made me think of, uh, you know, I, I've, I've done an awful lot of, of 
dancing around Buddhism, right? I wouldn't say I'm a Buddhist in, in any kind of way, but I, I do like the idea that that's, this is kind of the problem he was trying to solve, right? Is that he was saying like, yeah, you're, I don't have the answer to this, to this ultimate, you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to answer it. I'm not going to answer this, you know, is there God or not a God? He never does that in, in any of the Buddha's teachings, right? All he says is those four noble truths, you know, one, life is suffering, two, you're the one doing it, three, you can stop it, and four, you know, he, he, here's the path for stopping it, right? And he, and it's obviously much more elaborate than that, but that's what he does, is he says, you know, you create suffering on your own, right? Your thoughts, the way you think about things, the way you color uh, your own life. And being aware of those things is is something that you can do, you can practice it, and you can alleviate that in your life, right? And And more than that, he doesn't say much more than that, you know? And it leads right into, right into this, Joe, you know? So it, more than that, I don't know. I don't know. I know I can, I can stop for a moment and think about my own thoughts and, and the own, my own ways that I'm creating uh, discomfort in my life, that I'm doing it, and try to stop that. But whew, more than that, I, I space. Yeah, and see, I love that because we've talked about this before, and you've brought up you know, Buddhism a number of times, so I've learned a lot about that. And I would say, even in your sentence, like, you know, life is suffering, just let's take that little little kind of a a segment of a sentence you say life like you know what it is and i don't mean to challenge you that way I mean, <laughs> no I, but I, you, you may you can <laughs> i accept I mean, that i'm afraid True. there's going to be a whole series of challenges back and forth every every sentence we say every word we say and suffering what's that all about you know it's like we, we have a notion i have a notion i know what that means you know we both agree that life is this and suffering is that and so we move forward but if we dig a little bit deeper and say what is life you know what is that we've defined this this way this thing but life on this planet, you know, we'll say something like that. What does that mean, this planet? Well, in this universe, what does that mean? You know, it's like, it's like for a second, we have to be careful. I have to be careful that when I put something out there like Buddhism, I don't like all of a sudden say, see, he has the answer. Life is suffering. And then forget that, oh, my goodness, here's another one of those things that we say mm -hmm. that lays us down a path. And again, not to challenge you, because I, I follow that, too. And I, I love the idea of of at least having that angle on life, you know, having that angle on what we're doing. But <laughs> my fear is yeah. that there's nothing we can say, nothing we can actually quantify without, as you said before, faith. And then comes a question, what does that mean, faith? What does that word mean? It means a belief in something you can't touch, see, whatever, really understand. Okay, so maybe we get a basis for moving forward. But boy, it's scary at this moment to think that we can talk about anything. Because every word I'll say, well, what, what does that mean? You know, you said there's a bird on Bob's shoulder. What, what's a bird anyway? It's a little thing that flies around, you know, whatever. What is it, though? I mean, it's just like you, you name it, you categorize it, now move on. But what is it? It's well, it's on this planet. It's the unreality. Yeah, yeah I, as I'm listening <laughs> to all this intellectual talk, um, you know, I'll throw out, go back to the, the peaceful guy that you talked about on the TV. I mean, you probably even looked at him with a little bit of skepticism, like, oh, this guy's crazy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He hasn't probably doesn't have far the education that I have. He hasn't read the books and the scholars and, and all the, uh, the peaceful mm. meditations that I've studied and all these other things. It's all head stuff, right? And I, I, I think the problem, at least for me, is that it, it more comes from the heart or, or inside or soul. Um, 
you know, when we're talking about this, this unreality, I think of somebody like a Timothy Leary. I mean, granted, the drug aspect of Timothy Leary, people probably misunderstood him or what he stood for, but the whole tune in, turn in, turn on, drop out kind of thing. That's why people do drop out, right? Or, or people join communes or try to do something different because we're all thrusted from the minute we're born uh, into this this role or this story or this life that everybody else on this planet is living, right? For the most part, like let's just say America, like, yeah, I could grow up in, in the plains or of Africa or, you know, as an ab- aborigine in, in Australia, but for the most part, we live in a civiliz- civilized society. So many of us are thrusted with different, you know, income levels or, or, or life choices and things we have to adjust to. But, you know, it, there's pretty much a story already built around what we can do. So to escape from that, what we call reality, which I say is more of an unreality, that takes a lot of guts. And I think if you do that, even for a child now, from any medium income parent that says, well, I'm not going to college, you know, everybody's going to look at them and say, what? They're, oh, your kid's not smart enough? Um, I guess they're going to have to go a blue collar trade or, you know, it's weird to me that, that we've accepted all these things and it's almost like this whole notion of being awake versus asleep. And I think most people, even me to a certain extent and us and, and our listeners, everybody, it's, it's sad to say that we are asleep. Like nobody has the answer. And I think if that one person popped up and said, this is it guys, this is the reason why you're here. It's that guy holding the sign that says it's the end of the world is coming. It's going to be on October 12th, you know, 2019. That's the end of the world. And every, and some people believe that, but they're trusting that person. And then lo and behold, the date comes and nothing happens. And then you move on to the next thing. But, yeah, it's, uh, is anything real? I, I say, I have this notion of there's all these thoughts and things in our head and it starts with a big funnel and everything's up there. There's, there's all these beliefs, our, our parents, everything we've been taught, you know, all the different spiritual techniques, everything goes into this funnel and then it comes down and what really matters is what comes out of the funnel. And to me, those things are like, are like peace, love, you know, um, karma, you know, very, very basic, simple concepts. And for me to get out of my head, I've got to think about the stuff that comes out of the funnel. And that's really what matters, the end, the end product. And yeah, you can get yourself in a tizzy just thinking about the stuff that we're talking about. And maybe, maybe, maybe somebody would listen to what I'm saying and say, well, you're just ignoring it. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're just trying to oversimplify things. But I think to me, sometimes that's the answer. And I think in a lot of, Mike mentioned Buddha, Buddhism, a lot of the meditations are, are about simplicity and, 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 uh, and getting back to the, you know, maybe the answer is not debating it, but, but just accepting what is, you know. And that's how I live my life is based on what's around me and then, and then work with that. Yeah. And uh, Bob, I totally, uh, you know, I, I can see what you're saying. I totally, and initially when you said, you know, I looked at the guy and maybe I was a little, you know, like he's, he's kind of, you know, off a little bit, need more intelligent conversation stuff. Normally I might do that. You're right. I mean, I would, you actually think that way, like, Oh, that poor guy doesn't really get it. But it's funny when I saw that particular guy in that particular show, and I don't remember what it is right now. Um, I felt like he had it. I felt like he, he was living this life of like this good life, this, and again, living this good life, I don't even know what that means because I'm not even sure what those words, if you take them out of the context of culture, I don't know even how to describe them. But but given that, that that's a place I'd want to be, it felt right in the moment. But very quickly, 
as you said about me earlier, is that I would very quickly say, but wait a second, that only works so far. And then you have to have this and this and this and this, and you have to have it this way, and you have to, you know, and, and I'd pretty, pretty much have it laid out, uh, structured in a way that would take me right away from that. But like you, I found those moments of peace or those moments of quiet or those moments of just doing no thing, doing nothing, you know, no thing where I'm, I'm just in a place where life seems, and again, life, whatever that is, seems really good, you know, and it seems like where I want to be. And I try to put myself there. And the more I try to put it, the more I push myself away. It's like you have to kind of fall into it, you know, just have one of those moments. Hmm. What if, what if this was like one of those TV shows that they cop out at the end and it's like, oh, well, it's all a dream, you know? And, you know, I don't know <laughs> what maybe. what would it look like? Like if some of us, maybe the people that awaken are like, oh, it's like I've been asleep. I mean, that happens to me all the time, like from a from a spiritual sense, like there's moments and I know what it is. It's I get wrapped up in the moment. I get wrapped up in my work. I get wrapped up in things that I think are important. But when you calmly sit down and let's say you meditate or you just sit in silence you realize those things over there that you've consumed your mind with aren't that important and then i had these aha moments and i'm like wow that's brilliant like it's an aha moment like where did that go why why did i not think that a month ago it's like a light bulb went on and um and and that fascinates me in itself that i think like most of the time i am going around sleepwalking and um to have this awareness like even like right now like we're recording and there's birds in the background and there's wind chimes going and the ocean isn't far from me and and those are things that I think eventually you take for granted right or you you walk down a little pathway and you see flowers who takes the time to proverbially smell the roses kind of thing we used to or if your mind's not consumed you might be like wow that's a beautiful tree let me touch that tree. It's alive. You know, it's nature. You know, we just pass them by every day. Even happens in cities where people live and there's maybe not as much nature, but when they walk by it, sometimes it's it's a nuisance versus a blessing. You know, you know, listening, I I uh it makes me think of of something I just recently um I just yesterday, I, I was listening to a lecture by Alan Watts. I, I keep on bringing him up. I think this is a, the second time in as many shows that I've mentioned Alan Watts. Uh, I keep on listening to his stuff. But he 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 says something that may be fun to to talk about in, in this context. What what he was talking about in this particular lecture was he sees there are two types of consciousness. One is the spotlight conscious consciousness and the other is the floodlight consciousness. And he says the spotlight consciousness is kind of like what we do uh, in in Western cultures where we like shine a very focused beam on things and we try to understand it by sort of adding all of the beams up, right? And we go, oh, now we may, it makes sense to us and we use our brain to do that. He said, that's how we figure stuff out, right? But what it does is it leads to this notion of we are what we see and what we hear. We are our mind, right? We're like this little animal living in, a, in our skull, you know, driving around this bag of skin, you know, doing stuff, right? But he says this other kind of consciousness, this floodlight consciousness, is the, the way he describes it is he says it's, um, it's like imagine when you're driving a car, Right. And you're having a conversation with somebody next to you in the car and you're completely engaged in that conversation with somebody in the car. But while you're doing it, you're also driving a car. You're you're completely aware of the road. You can drive miles and miles. 
you're aware of other cars, you're aware of your speed, you're aware of the turns in the road, right? How's that happening? Well, who's doing that? Well, you're doing that, right? But you're he, what he would say is your spotlight con- consciousness is having the conversation, right? It's like the thing in your mind that's working and doing these things. But there's this other intelligence, this other wisdom, this other you that that is able to pick up on all these other signals. And you don't really know how you're doing it, but you are doing it. We all are always doing these things, right? And what he says is it's this broader one that is more like the universe, right? It's more, It's closer to being. And so what I was thinking is, is as as we're talking about this specific question, maybe we're using the wrong tool, right? Maybe we're trying to answer it with that little driver in our head, you know, operating operating machinery, and we're forgetting about this whole huge other thing that we are that we can't really explain, right? And yeah. we can't we don't have the words for it, as Alan Watts would say, you know, I can open and close my hand, but I have no idea how I'm opening and closing my hand. What do you mean? I just think it. I open and close my hand. Really? That's it? That's, you can make it that simple? It's it's more than that, but I yeah. can't explain that, right? And I think this is a similar thing. If I can somehow, Bob, it's like you were saying, find myself in a place, find myself in a, in a state where I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> makes it sound so cheap and and man there's nothing more expensive than what i'm talking about yeah but when i can feel it then it makes sense well then yeah. i can't explain it in other words but it makes yeah i i subscribe sense. to this theory of of something like body wisdom or even words like intuition like you know and we hear these like small miracles where you know a how you know whatever use an example you know parents away their house is burning they have this vision that they need to go back there's something wrong and they go there and they save the life of their family uh, you know th- there's plenty of examples like that or the person that you know a kid is being crushed by a car and a parent's able to lift the car how does that happen it doesn't happen with their mind um mm. you know this you know this whole intuition or body wisdom thing it's i think there's something to it and, and even the fact that you know what? What percentage of our brain power do we actually use? I, I don't know. I've heard like twenty-five percent or thirty percent. And if that's the case, God, I can only imagine if we use the other seventy percent. You know, maybe that would be even worse. And you'd probably be like in a psychiatric ward somewhere because you just go crazy after analyzing and overanalyzing. And I, I agree with what you were saying earlier, Mike, is that you can pull all these facts together and, and go with this. this uh, you know, like this is everything. This is the totality of the answer, and then this is the fact. But I, I think we can make facts out of anything. But, and for me, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just have to let that go and and just enjoy what is. You know, enjoy the birds and the flowers and the trees and the people around you and the family around you. And even though this might not be reality, it's the reality I have to live in. So, mm. you know, I try to make the best of it. And, you know that end of the funnel I described earlier for me what comes out is is this word bliss you know that that's the end if, if if I can be happy every day and wake up with a smile and feel like you know this is life is worth living you know that's it you guys it's great I mean it's triggered me to think about a whole ton of stuff but here's here's a question I have for you that and Mike you got me thinking about it with the brain thing and then Bob about the feelings emotions stuff. how do I know that you exist I mean, and I'm, I'm not saying it. I know, I know you guys are real. I don't mean it that way. Like I'm not crazy or anything like that. But, but how, can you prove to me that you exist? I, I don't, I don't know how to even think about that because I, I've had these thoughts before. That what if I'm the only one that's real? 
<laughs> like everything else around me is make believe. I made it up, like you said, Mike, inside my head. Or Bob, you said, if I used my entire brain power, my whole, I could create this universe, right? And how would you prove to me that you're real, that you actually exist? And I, I thought, would I just ask you? I'd say, Bob, are you real? Mike, are you real? And you'd tell me yes, because that's what I want you to tell me. Yeah, but can you think the of the doctors ordered to us to come? <laughs> 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 We're part of your therapy, Joe. How it's would like... you prove to me that you're real? Like, what would you what would you do that would prove that? We'd pinch you. That's what I. What would the parent I do to? That. Yeah. I'd expect you would do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I've come across this this kind of experiment before. Certainly, I've I've thought it too, and I my conclusion is you can't. I can't. So if it's that big, I mean, if it's that big that nobody can prove to me that they exist, much less that the world and everything else exists, like you said, Mike, what's going on inside my brain? Everything, that spotlight thing, when I look out and I say, this is my world, mm -hmm. it truly is. Well, then, I mean, there you the go with the, that, the intellectual side of things yeah. again, you know, going, <laughs> even these words that are thrown out, existence, real, you know, what, what do they really mean? I mean, they were created by us, right? So yeah. you got to get away from the words and get into the the silence and and of course it's real you know it's real to you and that's all that matters you know gotta have faith joe yeah you gotta have faith i know? guess yeah <laughs> in that sense i guess it, it is true and that's where i think i hooked into this show and when the guy said that i felt like he had something that i don't have he had in a way that he wasn't just for the moment living that saying like ah let it let it be the way it is that was his life his lifestyle you know in the in the, in the show and i thought how cool would that be to I don't even know how to say it correctly because whatever I say has a tone of control to it. You know, like, well, I would do this and that as as opposed to I would let this happen or let mm -hmm. that happen or be okay. And even okay is not the right word. Be be, be there with it. You know, be in the moment with yeah. it. Mm. I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end with uh, a simple thing, and then let you guys go. But you you just said it, Joe. You said let it be, and it reminded me of the Beatles song. You know, let it be, and and uh, I don't know all the the background of what that song means to meant to them when they wrote it but you know that 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 is the way to go you know it's kind of where my philosophy is is just let it be you know don't just enjoy what is and and don't try to over intellectualize it and and uh and that's where that's where life happens yeah and in in my closing thought would not be too far off from bob's you know i i think this kind of question, I could totally imagine it really freaking somebody out if you spent too much time and causing a huge amount of anxiety, right? It'll send you insane. You know, why? what is real? I don't know what is real. I don't know what is anything. Are you there? I don't know what, right? Or I could choose to, to say, yeah, I don't know. I don't know any of this stuff. It's kind of like a big game, you know? And, and what if I just look at it very lightly and just be like, yeah, pretty pretty wild i don't know what's going on so i may as well just kind of enjoy it and, and see what's what right i choose the good trip not the bad trip yeah. today right now <laughs> i reserve the right to change that yeah and i, I would say as, as a final way of thinking about it too I, I think you're right mike and i think that that that's the way to do it now the question i would have is why don't we why aren't we what, what's what's the thing that's driving us in the other direction because it seems like if it were that way that things would be a lot more peaceful bob said you know be more relaxed in life and what you do and how you do it you know, just let it be but i'm about to you know hit the button here to shut you guys off do you really disappear like when i hit the button do you disappear or is it, is it just that i don't see you on the screen anymore i don't know it's like i i think 
dogs or something like that think like, oh, he's gone. You know, it's like, or you never were really there. You're just sitting on the screen. Yeah, but they also have Joe. that sense of knowing when you come back, right? <laughs> I, you know what, Bob? It's time we, it's time we tell them. Yeah. We just, we disappear. We disappear. Uh, really. <laughs> we're only here when, when you. So if you could hold off for a little bit, because I got a thing I got to do real fast. Just give me five minutes before you shut me down. I yeah. really like to. Yeah.